Hey folks, Randy Barfield here with another episode Under the Roof with Randy Barfield. And I'm joined by the lovely and talented Ashley Schlosser and Mary Green with Live Out Loud PR. Hey guys. Hey Randy. Hey. Good morning, Randy. Thanks so much for having us in the studio. It's nice to be back together yeah. again. It's a nice day. It's a beautiful day in 1st of February. It's not cold. It's not freezing. Uh, so yeah. it's a beautiful day to do a podcast. I'll take 70 degrees in February in Austin any day. Yeah. They had a cute headline on the news the other day that was like, winters like this are why we handle summers like that. Uh, and I think yeah. it's pretty true when you look at the weather map of what everybody else is dealing with. And meanwhile, we have this. Well, just remember that in February, the weather can change on a dime. You might be 70 degrees and think it's time to go plant some begonias and whatever they are. And then <laughs> next week is freezing. I got to say, I have a love-hate relationship with my garden because I go to Home Depot and I see the cute flowers and I grab them up. And I think, oh, I'm put together the prettiest flower basket in the front of my house. Mm -hmm. And then... It's either it freezes and they die, or I just forget about it and they die. But regardless, those flowers do not have a life past me purchasing them at the store. Yeah, I'm same. I have a black thumb instead of a green thumb. Yeah. I tend to kill <laughs> things as far as plant-wise plant -wise goes. But the, that's why I, I, the drought-tolerant stuff out front is, is pretty hardy, and it's really, I mean, you got to really try to kill that stuff. But, like, uh, remember we talked about me combing my muley grass? Oh, I know about all the combs. Well, I gave my muley grass a haircut Ooh, there you last go. week. So now it's ready. Uh, one year you comb it. Well, this is me. It might be everybody else. But one year you comb the muley grass, and next year you chop it off. Give it its haircut. So it'll well, and I heard I heard you guys did some zero-scaping, put in some turf grass in the, in the back. Yeah, well, uh, the puppies uh, jump out of the pool all year long when they're in the pool and they go running across the backyard and they wear out the dormant grass because it can't grow back fast enough. So then it becomes a big giant mud hole. So this year <laughs> or last year we put in artificial grass and it is magnificent. How do you keep the grass from growing underneath it? Well, they scrape it. Uh, they scrape all the old grass off and then they put down a weed barrier uh, and then they put crushed granite on top of that. And then they lay the, and they smooth it all out, make it nice and level. And then they come over it with this really thick, it's like carpet, but it's for outdoors, synthetic material. And then the carpet has, has holes perforated in it for drainage. And they lay that down and they take these big spikes and nail it down. And then they put this nice kind of rubber border that goes around it that holds it all in. And then I had them put in two drainage systems surface drains underneath there for more drainage and that's it and then they and then they have this they come out and they put play sand on top of the grass and they have this kind of cool looking rotating brush that's on a weed eater motor and they just go across and they just brush it all in and oh, then nice. all the grass stands up oh nice and it's no it's not i mean it's got I would need to go out and blow the leaves and stuff off of it right now, but that's all I need to do. It's nice and green. But Beautiful. it's helped with the amount of grass coming into your house from the dogs. No more mud, no more grass. Oh, that's great. Well, Zuzu goes and rolls out there and gets it all over here, but then it's less. <laughs> and what I like about it is that you can still enjoy grass in your yard. It's just a small portion of your yard, so it's a good option for those who have dogs. And Yeah. Yeah, I like that idea a lot. I, I like it a lot, too. Um, and it was... 
It's supposed to has a one year warranty on the labor and a fifteen year warranty on the product. So who knew? Yeah, and then a shout out to uh, Texas Custom Turf who did it. They're out of Liberty Hill, and they did an amazing job. They finished it on a Saturday night at nine o'clock, right before Christmas, because wow. it had rained the whole week before, and they weren't able to get it installed. And then they came out and they worked. All day and all night. Wow. There are some hardworking people in Austin. We appreciate yep. you. They did a great job cleaning up. Because um, we were in Abilene while they were finishing, and we got back, and it was just beautiful. Oh, awesome. So, yeah, it is pretty neat in the, you know, we're all dealing with dormant grass right now, so to go out there and see that giant patch of green is pretty cool. Yeah, no doubt. So shout out to Texas Custom Turf Incorporated. Look them up. <laughs> Thanks, Texas Custom Turf. Yeah. Uh, so we did that, and uh, now we're just um, kind of waiting on spring. Mm-hmm. But uh, speaking of beginning of the year, start, I mean, it's a good time to think about doing maintenance. Well, February is the month of love, so why don't we all love our homes a yeah, little bit, Randy? A good, How a do we love our homes? So my philosophy and I have a lot of philosophies, but one of them is... <laughs> He's philosophizing again. Everything that moves in your house requires maintenance. Some more than others. Now, do door hinges require maintenance? Yeah, they don't require as much maintenance as your air conditioner, but they will require some type of maintenance or uh, lubricant or screws need to be tightened and stuff like that. But the bigger things, your heating and air conditioning, your water heater... And then appliances, um, foundations, they all require some type of maintenance. So, And I think this goes into kind of the idea, right, of Valentine's Day is like what kind of relationship are you looking to have with your home? Is it like a short-term fling? Probably not. It's a long-term commitment that you're usually yep. making. Even if you're going to sell it, you want to sell a viable property that's worth having a return on your investment. Uh-huh. So you got to take care of it, right? Right. It's like kind of uh, if you start to have a toothache. And it just keeps, you just keep continually having a toothache and then you wait and wait and wait and wait. And then you go to see the dentist. Chances are it's going to be a bad deal and you're going to have all kinds of surgeries and stuff like that, removals. But if you start maintaining, brushing your teeth, flossing, this is what my dentist told me yesterday. <laughs> I so, went to the dentist wow, yesterday. that's very <laughs> sim. We um, went to the dentist. We went to the dentist. <laughs> also then, a first of the year priority. I don't know what it is. You can't floss enough before they still tell you. Are you flossing? You're like flossing in the um, parking shout lot. Shout out to Ultrasonic because I started using Oh, the little machine. water pick thing? Yeah, no, no, like the actual toothbrush that's like a machine. You oh, know? yeah. There's way tech, more technical ways to describe it. but uh, Well, there's more than one way to skin a cat. So that's if you don't true. feel like flossing. Yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. The yep. point is... My gums are super healthy with hey. after that thing. And yeah. that's after popping a baby out. So, you know, all yeah. I'm saying is gums brush being healthy at the dentist's office, right. brush your teeth, but maybe consider not the old school way of brushing your teeth, but the modern way oh, yeah. with those the, cool the motorized. What's it called? Ultrasonic, Ultrasonic toothbrush. Well, and then a water pick, you're all set. Well, the so, water pick broke in the shower, but um, yes, <laughs> to the water pick for those who can keep them running. <laughs> um... So, in addition to your teeth needing maintenance, your house needs maintenance. And two of the biggest things are your heating and cooling system. Those need at least annual maintenance. Don't just 
you know, take it for granted that it's going to run all the time because it's not. You need to change the filters. You need to have the refrigerant chip system checked. You need to have the outside unit cleaned, the inside unit cleaned, the evaporator coil looked at, the condensate system cleaned out. Not so much on the heater side, but there is more maintenance on the cooling side. But regardless, it's this whole system. Okay, I have a legitimate question for you, Randy. Okay. So, um, as opposed to our illegitimate <laughs> questions. <laughs> I'll take them both. Well, illegitimate, legitimate. It is a legitimate question. So most home, homeowners may relate here. I don't know about the Marys of the world that are super clean or the Randys of the world. But for me, I've been in my house about five plus years. But it seems like the vents that push out the air. The air supplies the, registers. No, no. The, the, the push them in. The returns. The returns. The return. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They have all this like dust on it. But mm-hmm. my ceilings are really high. And yeah. it's hard to get to. So yeah. is that dust hurting me because the air is not going no it's just catching on the fin- on the fins okay. on the air return vent but it looks really bad and i well, want to want- <laughs> they make the swiffer that has a long extension pole on it ah. i've got one because they make them for ceiling fans okay and That's you get up I there mean. and you spray a little just a little bit of pledge oh. on the feather duster thing and so you, you can get up there, capture it and you just knock it off wipe the it down the pledge is genius just a little bit Okay. Just make it so it'll stick. Not too much. Yeah. That's it. Okay. That's all you got to do. Okay. And then that would solve it. But yeah. I don't need to, because I was thinking, oh, we should just replace the entire grate. No. Because it's been five years. and. No, it's just a metal grate. So just clean it. So you have a, a media, <laughs> a, a box filter. That's uh, at the unit. Yeah. Right? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you tell that, me, Randy. You expected my changed, house. That needs yes. to be changed every six months. Yes. Correct. We've been changing the filters, okay. but the dust is. Yeah, on the it'll still. It just. Uh, it just collects. And it looks gross. And well, I'm it's kind of like the dust on the ceiling fan blades. But it's not like it's blowing into my lungs. It's going into but, the house. Yeah, but you just knock okay. it down and take yeah, yeah. it, and get rid of it. You know, dust it. Which I don't do because I will get allergies from. They make the this thing off. that goes over your face. Let okay. me think. What is it called? A mask. A mask. mask. <laughs> I'm learning so much today. Thanks, Randy. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, you put that on, and then you dust it down. And then, I guess this means I have to do it then. Well, or you can pay somebody to do it. Yeah, that seems excessive. Or your beloved other can yeah. do it. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like a job for him. Now yeah. you're talking. Now yep. you're talking. So uh, those kind of things, that's minor maintenance, but okay. just uh, you need a professional sometimes to do the serious maintenance. But if you do the maintenance, then you're a, l- a lot, lot, I mean, a lot less likely to have a breakdown when as opposed to not doing any maintenance at all. Mm-hmm. And then the same thing goes for the water heater. And a lot of people say, water heater? What do I need to do on a water heater? And um, um, I'm watching my dog dig up my flowers that we just planted. Um, <laughs> this is sad. Grab them? <laughs> so tankless waters especially, because tankless waters, heaters, gas water heaters, can build up scale in the heat exchanger pipes. And uh, they need to be descaled, and there's a method to it. And usually, in the homeowner's manual that comes with a tankless water heater, it'll tell you how to, you know, like some vinegar and water. And there's a filter in there you pull out, and um, you. Um, but same thing for tanked water heaters. There's we uh, tanked water heaters. Will and then tankless, I mean, not tankless, but tanked water heaters, gas or electric, 
will need to be flushed. The tank itself needs to be flushed. And that's usually hooking up a hose, like a garden hose, to there's a boiler drain at the bottom of the water heater. And on electric ones, you turn off the electric seat, the electricity circuit to them and, let, and open that boiler drain, let them flush. Or on a gas one, you just open up and let keep the gas running, keep the unit going, and then just flushes it all out. And that saves the water heater from going out. <sighs> but yeah. they have professional people that do this all day long. So, And I think we hit on this last time, but we're, as for this crew, we're not exactly fans of tankless, more of the traditional tank team. Well, some applications require, you know, depending on the space, depending on, like if the builder is trying to go for an energy-efficient home, then and as part of that, he will require him to put in a tankless water heater. Yeah. But, I mean, uh, I am not a fan of them, but I don't build houses, so. Yeah. <laughs> some people have them, some people don't. I, I had a tankless in mind. We just had to replace it with yeah. a traditional one. So I mean, nothing lasts forever. They'll yeah. go out, but if you maintain them, they'll last a lot longer. Yeah. Those are the two big items that need maintenance. And then, of course, there's always landscaping and lawn maintenance and gutters. And, and then roofs need to be looked at periodically. And then some electrical maintenance sometimes when things goes out. But most of the time, electrical stuff is not really where you go and do anything to it until it does go out. But most of the time, those parts are pretty minimal. Like if you have a breaker go out, you know, it's $35 for another breaker as opposed to 3500 for a new water heater. So where would you start with maintenance in the month of February? Um, if you haven't done a maintenance on any of those, like a water heater or your HVAC, then I would start considering those as a top priority. And then kind of work your way down gutters. Um, you can, here's a little trick to looking at your roof. I want to give you a little insider trade Ooh. secret. You buy a extension painters pole and and they have this little screw on top where you can screw in the roller mount well you can buy a guitar stand iphone clip and that clip can mount to your extension pole and then you put your iphone on the clip and then you also buy this bluetooth shutter button for taking pictures Oh, smart. And then you take your phone and you walk around and you take pictures of your roof with the extension pole. I like it. And you never have to get on the roof and it takes really good pictures of your roof. And then you scroll Seems through. Seems like you might be doing that at home inspections now, right? I do do it. <laughs> I have a certain pole that's called a Doka pole because it's much longer than a paint pole. But And you can buy those at Home Depot. I mean, at uh, Amazon, a Doka pole, D-O-C-A. And they come with all kinds of atta attachments. They have, If you have a GoPro, they have a GoPro attachment. They have squeegee attachments. They have like this little brush for knocking down spider webs and wasp nests and stuff. It has all kinds of stuff on Doka. Wow, that's cool. A little saw that you can cut tree limbs with. Maybe I need that for to clean my really high filters in my house. Yeah, you can do that. They come in different lengths. Uh, the one I have is the forty foot, uh, but they make different. But it's the same thing. I just took a guitar stand iPhone clip. And clip it to the thing and then put my phone on there and then take my shutter button and walk around with the roof. So what do you know to take pictures of? You're just taking everything. pictures of everything? Just keep walking around and, and taking pictures. And what are you trying to look out for? What are you going to see? Well, you want to see if you've got missing shingles, if you've got clogged gutters, if you've got 
deteriorated plumbing pipes. If you've got like yes, uh, day before yesterday, I got on a house where a raccoon had tried to claw its way through the shingles. Oh God! And it was in a spot that nobody could see from the ground, and I couldn't. The roof was so steep, I couldn't climb on it. Uh, so the only way I could see it was with the doka pole. And that's what raccoons do. They just wow. try to. They were just nesting in the shingles. It, well, sometimes they'll tr- they'll try to claw their way into the attic. Um, and it tried. Yeah. It didn't get very far, but it did mess up the shingles really bad. Have oh. we talked about our raccoon population at our house? No. So there's like a a crew, a family, a legion. I don't know what to call them, but there's like a lot of raccoons in our backyard. A gaggle. A gaggle of coo- of raccoons. <laughs> um, a <coon> gaggle. <laughs> so we had to like temporarily take our bird feeders down because it was getting out of control. And Sonora <laughs> um, would come out like in the middle of the night and she'd be like, the kangaroos are in the backyard again. And that's what she <laughs> called the raccoons. But genuinely, my favorite instance was watching on our security camera overnight this one raccoon who couldn't get to the bird feeder that it wanted to eat from, reel it up like a fishing pole. Oh, God. And then, like, gorge himself and then let it back down. This is amazing. It was incredible. I mean... It feels mm -hmm. kind of like, I mean, horrible and terrible, all those things. But I'm just... I only see this in cartoons, so the fact that you got to witness this... And the fact that they have, like, the little burglar masks, <laughs> yep. like, it's and they really... Have phones. Yeah, they use they their hands. Aren't they so the they can only use animal hand. that washes their hands? They already have one of oh, them, I yeah. Oh, like that. They are. They do. I like that. Well, they're still not welcome in my attic. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that their hands are clean. Yeah, we have a family of them out here. They come around at 2 o'clock in the morning to set off the, the, uh, the ring floodlight oh, camera. Oh, how yep. We have a... And then a, a ringtail cat comes through, and then a a, a fox couple. Oh, cool! A co- oh, the two foxes come fox through. The and vixen then, and uh, whatever the male one's called. And then a house cat comes through, and then that's all every night. Every that's night. fun. That's yeah. a fun little parade. They kind of go underneath the cars, and right as they get in between the two cars. Thing takes a snapshot of them and sends oh, it to me. Honestly, we see so much about like the negativity in the world with like ring camera sees porch pirates and things like that. Mm. But this is like the beauty is like those things were happening all along, but now mm. you just get to see it. I don't feed them, but I do have a big water trough over there for all the wildlife. Yeah, wildlife. that's and nice. And they go, they, they're cutting through and they go through and they go to the water trough. That's and, actually really cute. And Carrie nice, even put in the little step for like the frogs, yeah, right? Yeah, a little diving board for... It's a safe space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a wildlife spot. I had to go out Habitat. there. When it froze, I had to go out there and bust the ice out so they'd still have something Aww, to drink. Oh, see, so, that is so caring. Yeah, well... I love that. I'd rather do that than them come inside and start trying to drink my water. <laughs> yeah, that would be bad. Like, secretly, and, this is so you don't raise They open the liquor cabinet, yeah. you know, they never flush the toilet. Have a party, they're throwing like a that. rager Passed out. That's so. actually a cute image, too, though. Now that I'm <laughs> we don't, of it. We don't have enough trees or wildlife in the new build area of Lakeway to have raccoons, but mm. um, I did see a really delirious fox once near my house, and it was like the talk of the whole neighborhood. They it probably ate like, like some green persimmons or green. Oh fruit. yeah, everyone thought it had rabies. I was like, just leave the guy alone. He's just trying to figure. Well, out Well, you can call animal control or not. They'll come they, get it. They did. I was just trying to let him. They don't have a let him be. Life. They'll check it out, and if it's not sick, they'll re uh, rehome it somewhere else yeah. that is not in the neighborhood. But yeah, we don't know what happened to that fox, but he hopefully something was, good. 
Yeah. A lot of entertainment <laughs> for a lot of people in that moment. But uh, getting back to maintenance, those are the two, your HVAC and your water heater are the top of the list. Okay. And then looking at your roof, if you're comfortable getting on your roof, get on your roof. If That's only if you're comfortable getting up there and you have the right footwear and apparel to get up there. Gloves, good boots, good shoes, maybe some knee pads, and never get on your roof if you're not comfortable with it, if you are not don't feel safe. And even people that are comfortable with it have accidents sometimes so it's and don't, yeah scary. don't do it by yourself you know, is you always at, my biggest thing you can look at a roof really well with a pair of binoculars good enough to see if there's anything wrong yeah. with it that's so. what i always like yell at my husband about is like don't do it when i'm not home yeah or don't do it when i'm like in the shower and i couldn't help you if you if something terrible happened mm-hmm. so. so i bought this really cool pressure washer tool Ooh. so we get I love pressure washers well this thing is like the size of a drill <laughs> And uh, we don't get – so we're on rainwater, so we don't get mold. We get, like, this algae because oh. our water doesn't have any pH in it, so it's acidic. Oh. And so we get this – not soap scum or anything. It's just like like, a, like some kind of little orange algae, and it gets in the shower. And then uh, my wife pours bleach all over it, which – is really stinks up the house and everything. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of bleach. So I modified this pressure washer – it's only 600 PSI, but I modified it to hook up to the shower wand Ooh, to get water. Nice. And so I can just sit in the shower and just go to town with this pressure washer. I want to do that. Yeah. So it's like the Dr. Seuss orange ring in the bath <laughs> in your shower. <laughs> and I just go to town on it. All over, all over it. And in about five minutes, it's completely clean. Oh, nice. And it's just cleaning cool it with idea. water. There's no harsh chemicals going into my septic or anything. Yeah. So. That's what I'm a fan of. Like, if you're going to have a garden in your backyard, there's ways to do it without all the harsh chemicals. I mean, there's just different things. Well, you've heard me before talk about Medina, all organic liquid and fertilizer. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Funky Cold Medina. Funky Cold Medina. Yeah. You know, the whole harsh chemical thing for some reason makes me think of a recent conversation I had with my dad where he's was born in 1950, grew up um, in Brooklyn and has a vivid memory of his mother buying bleach in, um, like brown glass bottles. Oh, wow. And he's like, can you imagine how yeah. many like severed toes <laughs> there are around the nation hey. from people who like dropped a bottle of bleach and then, and like the glass shattered and ow. Yeah, I think we've had to learn a lot over the years. On how <laughs> we've to, come a long way. Com- chemicals and, <laughs> and doing just, better. Yeah, just how flammable that would be. And, yeah. Yes, not yeah. a good recipe. So, well, you know, they used to come out with a lot of different stuff back before they realized it was not good for you. You know, like DDT and chlordane and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, and, and um, all these cancer the fiberglass causing. had like lead in it. Yeah, and, yeah, and, and then lead paint, all yeah. that stuff, you know. You know, and it always shocks me when you see those little, in California, this is known to cause harm or cancer and contains lead on like something that you buy at like a yeah. store. And it's like, oh, why are we still doing this? We're just putting Yeah, they only on. know about it in California? Yeah, is okay. it also <laughs> toxic here? <laughs> yeah, like is it toxic everywhere? Maybe we shouldn't be doing it or? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to also, a lot of times when you buy a new house, the, the builder will give you a maintenance list. Really? Yeah. It's kind of a laminated. It'll be in your closing doc or in your like your manual book. Stuff. Oh, cool! And also, if you look into your each of your appliance or whatever homeowner's manual, 
installation manual that came with it. There's a maintenance schedule in there. You know, I don't want to overlook that because I found ours recently. So we moved into our house almost four years ago. And I kind of forgot that little book existed. Yeah. And I found it the other day and I was like, this is a wealth of information. Yeah. And I have actually like spent probably hours cumulatively looking this up in other places. And meanwhile, it existed in a pretty package. Yeah. So just like we encourage people to read the home inspection report, mm-hmm. don't overlook those home documents, even though they're not fun or exciting to weed through. I have my big binder, that's for sure. But I will say also, shout out to barfieldhomeinspection.com, where you can find a whole maintenance checklist seasonally yeah. on your website, Randy. Yeah, we do newsletters. You'll find this podcast. Uh, you'll find a wealth of information, and you can also figure out that way to contact us if you need a home inspection. So That's right. You can check us out at barfieldhomeinspection.com. You can give us a call, 512-789-2710, or the business line, 512-350-0123, or send us an e- email at randy at barfieldhomeinspection.com. Wow. And Nailed we hope it. to see you again. And do your maintenance, do your homework, do your maintenance, and we'll see you next time on the next podcast. Thanks, Randy. Thanks.